hello, my dear. Hey, how you doing? Are you talking to me? I am. Just finished a little coffee. We are up in the morning. Just kind of enjoying a beautiful sunny day. So we're going to talk about a few things we discussed this morning. We just had some thoughts about it's wonderful to be married, but are you married and miserable? Truth. It's kind of just, you've been married, some people married maybe 40 years even, but they just aren't very happy together. They're just just in there along for the ride with each other. They're used to each other. They've done it for a while. They're comfortable, but they're miserable. And, you know, we don't intend to make it seem like, um, especially for our Christian listeners, you know, how... I think a lot of times we get confused about happiness <laughs> and we feel like well everybody just can't be happy. I mean it's just, you know, I don't think it's necessarily all about just happiness, you know, cuz at any given time in your marriage you're not going to feel happy, but you definitely shouldn't feel miserable a majority of the time or feel like you're stuck. Or you feel like, oh, well, I guess I just have to stick this out. Well, it could be worse. You know, thoughts like that, I think, are interesting to say the least because I don't feel like you should be in a position where you're you're feeling like, well, this is, this is where I am. I guess, you know, I've made this decision, you know. And I think that's where we're coming from with being married and miserable. And I think we've placed a lot of emphasis on longevity of marriage and not the content of that marriage. You know, what makes that marriage work? You know, because I will be honest, with a lot of marriages that have longevity, I think they have become more codependent rather than they are really enjoying the journey with each other. You know, so I think we can't necessarily speak to like other marriages, but we can definitely speak to ours because we've made a decision that we're not going to just be married for the sake of saying, hey, we're still married, which, you know, we are on year 21, but we're enjoying the journey with each other and actually um, experiencing more bouts of happiness. And even when things are not like they should be, we have a true joy about what's going on with us. And I, I want to just like define happiness and joy I think happiness is truly based on happiness circumstances perhaps more or less how you feel at any given moment where joy is more of a choice that you're you're like okay well it might not be the way I want it to be right now but it will not last always you know so you have more of a like I think the bible says Jesus for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross. So there is something that you're looking forward to in within your marriage, not like when you die out of your marriage, but like within your marriage that is like, you know, like this, we are not having a really good day today or a good week or whatever, or there's something that's up in the air and you know, there's the elephant in the room in your marriage and you're not necessarily addressing things but for the joy that's set before you that this will not be always that you were kind of like you know this is I felt I still find this worth it you know because it's like a you know 
not that you should say, well, it could be worse. I'm going to tolerate it and just endure it. But that, like, no, I think eventually we'll see eye to eye. And I think probably more so because you are praying about whatever it is that you're at an impasse about more than you are just trying to make the other person see your train of thinking or make them see how they're wrong or make them see how they should agree with you that, you know, you're really thinking about, yeah, you know, this isn't going to last forever. You know, Lord, if I'm wrong, you know, about what I'm thinking or if I'm not being fair or if I'm not really seeing his perspective, you know, help us to like really come to an agreement on how things are for us. You know, and I think we can easily say, we'll just agree to disagree. What does that mean? Because I think there's a lot of turmoil, even in like saying stuff like that. Like, so are we going to agree to just be un- like, unhappy and miserable the rest of our lives? Yeah. Cause... We ain't going to agree on this issue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's depressing, you know, but you know, I, I think about it kind of like marriage is almost like a house, you know, I think about a, our first house that we bought, you know, it was an older house. We've been in it for about 12 years. And over those 12 years, I was pretty content until the last few years to just let the house be what it was. Oh, it's a house, you know. <laughs> but then it, over time, you know, panels started falling off and I would have to fix. And we had to do a lot of repairs to the house, you know. To me, that's kind of where you, you you let your marriage just just kind of go along until it really starts showing that the pieces are falling off, mm. you know, whereas, you know, we've just recently got into a new house, a brand new house, but when we got into the house, we got the house painted, and it was painted fine when we bought it, but we repainted the inside and outside, and we've done some things to the house. To make it what we wanted. To make what we wanted. And a couple of people said, well, why are you doing all that? You know, but like Felicia said, we are making it what we want. Nothing was wrong with it to begin with. We could have moved in it just as it was, and it was a perfectly beautiful house. But we did a bunch of other things to the house to make it what we wanted. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you're doing the same thing in your marriage. You know, you could take you it as it is. You huh? could take it as it is. It may be, you know, we, yeah, we have a generally good marriage. But it's like, we're working at making it better because, you know, you don't want to be miserable, nor do you want to just stay and say it's good enough. Mm. You should never just say stuff is, well, it's good enough. (laughs) You know, you should always strive. It could be be better, better. right? It can always be better. You can always grow. And that's even when things are great. Mm. I remember hearing one time in business, a, a person said that when they have any kind of a success, you know, on their business in some fashion, he would always meet with his people and say, okay, this was successful. How can we do better? You know, <laughs> he said, you know, we don't want to just take our success and say, well, we succeeded. Why, why did we succeed? Mm-hmm. What worked? What made this succeed? So we can not only do it again, but then do even better next time instead of just saying, well, yeah, we did good enough. So let's just keep doing good enough. And maybe one day, one day it does fail. Mm. Our marriages are the same way. Oh wow! You know, I got a good example of yeah, that because yeah. it's <laughs> so like I think whenever you're saying okay, like what does that look like real time? I remember mm. 
whenever we would be having like those good days like in the beginning of our marriage everything was very tumultuous you know so we'd be having those good days Mm. and just my personality i'm trying to preserve the moment so i'm taking inventory But then, you know, kind of like you said, you know, with our first house, you were kind of content to just, it's a house. It's good enough. Let's live in it. You were in the moment. That's right. And I think a lot of times, like, it it, it could definitely be the wife. But for us, it was like you were more or less, let's just enjoy this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not take inventory of what's working. Let's just enjoy this. I just want to be here, you know, and not really take inventory of why is this working? So, I mean, and there will be many more times of just us not really, I mean, just being on the verge of, I am done with this, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it's almost like I just want to be, let's just, I don't take enough um, stock into the marriage to kind of say, we need to think about like, what what is it that I'm doing right now? What is it that she's doing right now? Why are we having a good time? Because I want to perpetuate these moments over the times where we're at each other, where we are just thinking that the other one doesn't care, or we're thinking that the other one is super selfish. You know, I want to perpetuate like, how did this work? Just now we are just having a really good time. And I, I totally get, you know, like, you would get always upset like if we're having a good moment and I want to analyze it. No, I get it though. About our marriage problem. <laughs> but the problem was we didn't get much chance to do that at all. We, you know, you have small kids, you have lives and jobs and stuff and and you finally get some time to go have dinner somewhere. And but there's so many things you haven't hashed through and talked through and haven't taken the time to sit and deal with and so I would use those times. And it's like, now we can talk about these issues. And they're like, no. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Let's just have dinner and we find again. But it's Mm -hmm. stuff that needed to be talked about, you know. And and now, you know, when we go out, you know, we talk about stuff. But we have a lot more time and we make more time to sit and talk about this stuff. So it's time where we just have nice dinner. Yeah, it's time now. But I know that there are people have often advise and therapists have advised you know if you're getting a nice time I think most of the time the wife always wants to bring up what's not working you know don't use those times to bring up what's not working because you're like you said it is and it's true a lot of times those are the only times that you get along to talk about these issues and it's probably not a good idea you know to bring that up but I know for me, it was always like this, this, that something that makes this feel so unreal to me right now, that it's just going to go away, and it's just this is it's fake. fake. Yeah, that's right, fake. And I, I would say for maybe a husband and wife that they say, I don't want to talk about this. If you don't talk about it, then make time and and be the one especially if you don't want to talk about it yeah if you're the, the one, one that doesn't want to talk about it <laughs> well you make us the time we need to talk and about follow it. through and follow through just you know you assure that other person mm-hmm. that we will talk about this that's right it's and i don't want to wanna, yeah it is important to me i don't want it to seem like i'm making small what you feel yeah. about what we've had going on mm. 
but I do want to enjoy this time that I have with you. Make it about them then and say, let's enjoy what we have and the time we have now. Like, and let them know that I do want to talk about those mm-hmm. issues. Don't like waste your time, you know, getting angry about why would you bring that up? Yeah. Well, because it's been looming. It's looming over. It's like a cloud that's over you all the time. It's like, well, don't we need an umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'd just rather get wet because at least we're outside. No, let's let's actually deal with the issue. At some point, and if we don't do it now, let's make time, you know. And then, or, I mean, even if you're going to do it, like, you finally get this time away, like, make time to, like, (laughs) and you know that there are issues going on in your marriage, and you do realize every time you go out, your wife is going to bring this Mm. up. Have that moment of, at the beginning of our date, we enjoy it. Yeah. At the end of our date. We try to hash through some issues and talk about not necessarily the issue, but how the other one feels about the issue. Because I think one thing you can always agree on on an issue is the issue that there is one. But like one may not have a big of an issue with the issue where another one does. So I think it's important to talk about the feelings behind why you feel not so pressed and talk about the feelings while the other one feels so pressed you know because i think you get on you get into the the oppressed and the suppressed so one is suppressing that there is the issue and one is being oppressed by the issue so i think it's so important to not just talk about the issue because you'll get into this argument and and debate about whether or not it should be one but i think you, you should what is always important in a marriage is how you both feel how the other person feels how you feel you know and try to find that perspective that this person is coming from because you know a person might legitly feel like something is wrong something is there and you know your spouse might legitly feel like there's nothing there why do you believe that there is nothing there but then at the same time why do you believe that there is so let's talk about those feelings and you might find out a little bit something more about your spouse and their fears. And I think that is so important. You just entered into like a relationship with somebody who is like an onion. There are layers to this person. And you said for better or worse, I want to go through those layers. Or did you just get married for convenience? That's right. Ask yourself that. I think at that point when you guys are having these arguments and we're having these arguments, you ask yourself, <laughs> you gonna ask yourself why I get married anyway, right? <laughs> like, why did I do this? Why? But then really ask yourself, did I get married to her for convenience? And, and ladies, please ask yourself, did I get married to him for convenience? Is he a daddy or is he your partner? Come on now. Why are we, why are we, why are we married? He's just here to take care of me yeah. and he's not doing his job. Then you've made him less than a person you know, just feeling like he's there for you. You're there for him too. So like, ask yourself, why did I enter into this with him in particularly? Because I needed a savior? (laughs) Or because like, no, I like the person that he was. I like, you know, because he has layers and they can be a little bit, you know, closed off sometimes. They can be a little bit like, and then... You have to dig through. Yeah. a real-time example that we had a few years ago 
you know, I, I was blessed to go on a trip to Hawaii for my job for about six weeks. And so one of those weeks, I was going to be able to, they, they would fly Felicia out to spend some time with me. The problem was things were pretty rocky, and we both were actually enjoying being apart, you know. <laughs> and it was like, no oh, this is peaceful for both of us. And, you know, she was able to enjoy some some family time that she wasn't able to when I'm home because I was always grouchy about it and I got peace and quiet, you know, and I could go to bed early when I wanted to. You know, we were just <laughs> kind of enjoying life to a degree, but then, you know, you miss each other. Mm. So when the opportunity came, she she was questioning whether she wanted to come over there, and I can't blame her. But she, she said, I'm, you know, I'll come. And so she did. And, you know, like we're talking about having that conversation, maybe when you finally get time alone cool. to go to dinner, the first day when she was there, we were, we probably rode around Oahu a good portion of that day fussing, you know, <laughs> sure did. and talking about in a convertible, all the, yes. in a convertible and this beautiful yelling. surrounding, <laughs> da, 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 you know, yelling and hollering and why, you know, why are you like that? You know, all the issues, mm-hmm. like a convertible toilet, you know, because <laughs> everything was coming out, you know, but we talked through it. But I tell you, after that, and we kind that of resolved day, yeah. after that first day, and you kind of get all of it out, the rest of that trip was great. And we ate, and we, you know, when I was, I, you know, I had to work during the day, but when I get off work that evening, as soon as I got off, I, I picking her up, and we were going out and enjoying all these great places to eat in Hawaii and seeing stuff. And we had a really nice time, but we had to get all that out first, mm. you know. But it made it so much better and richer because Mm. it's like we we broached those issues, we talked about them, and we came to this like came to a resolve. And one thing I remember, I decided when I came home, and I think Felicia decided the same thing is from now on, I'm never going to be miserable Mm. in marriage again. We we and I I know Felicia had the same resolve. Yes. When I got home, we're not going to continue to be miserable. So I started being a little more open and talking. And if I didn't like something, I would say it. Instead you know, of like keeping it, like the mm, passive aggressive kind passive of thing. Aggressive. You think you're doing the other one a favor by not saying yeah, anything. Just don't say anything. Well, no, you just, yeah, you're being passive and it makes that person angry because they want to talk about it. And then you become vindictive. Mm. You know, you're underhanded, vindictive, and manipulative mm-hmm. because right. you haven't expressed things. That's right. So you express them in what you do. Oh, yeah, you little sneaky That's... ways where you jab at the person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I Give them the jabbing. silent treatment or withhold mm-hmm. affection and stuff. That's yeah. the passive aggressive, you know. Silence is a form of control. Mm-hmm. I heard that the other day, something I was listening to. You control them by that silence and say, well, you're not going to make me talk. And you're going to be wondering what I'm thinking. A lot of that stuff makes you miserable. It does. And we have, we have really worked at and learned. And it to, makes you act out of character, really. It does. And, and it, you, you can see yourself as a better person mm. than that, but you tell yourself, oh, they are making me be this yeah. way. But no. I like this before. Huh? Yeah, but you're making a decision. Mm. You're making right. good. You are making, they're not making that decision for they're you. Making you're making it for yourself. Right. You know, I. I totally love like when we have these conversations and I love when we are kind of able to kind of talk through things that we've been through and it's not like they don't like reoccur or anything oh, yeah. but it's like the way when we deal with them it's 
like it's, it's not the end of the world. It's like water under the bridge That's almost. Right. We just we deal with it. We talk about it. We might bring up some stuff that happened in the past. But it's almost like this reassurance of like, you know, well, that's not what I'm trying to do right now. Because even though that those were behaviors I had back then, that's not who I am right now. And let's let's talk about things as they are. So, you know, we're we're not a married couple that's telling you that once you deal with your issues, they never come back. They come back, but it's a lot less of a struggle to deal with them you're able to come back out of that that cave quicker quicker you, know, you don't <laughs> sit in it as long and you don't Mm-mm. it doesn't fester you know and it doesn't putrefy yeah because that's where misery comes you think about somebody that's miserable with a wound it's because it's it's not healing mm-hmm. you know but when you're when it's healing it's like oh, and when you're kinda, healthy it heals quicker it heals quicker oh that's good <laughs> that's very good yeah it heals quicker when you're healthy so yeah. we're trying to all be healthy in our marriages and we pray that for everybody listening because that's that's the same journey we're on yeah we're glad you guys listened to us rant and talk today (laughs) (laughs) joined us for coffee this morning absolutely hope you're having great holidays and that you'll have a merry christmas we'll probably reconvene back here soon we will god bless you guys be blessed